Hello, I'm Tony Payne and welcome to the first episode of The Painful Truth, this new text and audio thing that I'm doing that's not quite a podcast, not quite an email newsletter, it's a little bit of both. And I'm going to be sending out The Painful Truth every Monday uh, and there'll be a text version that you can read in the email or you can just click right in the email and listen to this audio version, which I suppose is not worth saying because you've probably already done that, which is why you're listening to this. I've got all sorts of ideas about the kinds of things I want to write about in The Painful Truth and what to include. I'm planning to send out not only a, a regular short thing every Monday, but also sometimes send out some early drafts of, of larger things that I'm, I'm working on. I'm going to be doing some more writing this year and over the next couple of years, and I'd love to share that with you as I do it. And I'll also do some interviews with people and that kind of stuff when the opportunity presents itself. But thanks for being on board right at the beginning. And very soon, you'll be able to listen to this feed on your favorite podcast app as well. I'm just sorting out the nuts and bolts of that with the people at Apple. Now, of course, one of the first things I needed to figure out with this new venture is what to call it. And that's always terribly difficult with any new venture, whether that's a, a new baby or a sporting team or a car. And I don't mean what you call your car. I'm not one of those people who names my cars. Uh, but what the geniuses in the marketing department decide to call the brand of the car that you're buying. Uh, I don't know what the people at Kia were thinking when they came up with the Proceed. That's capital P-R-O underscore C-double-E apostrophe D. It's just too clever and weird for words. Uh, but there's the Subaru Brat, which I guess maybe they were trying to pitch it at the boy racer. I'm not sure. Uh, my personal favorite is the Nissan Cedric which is just a wonderful name for a car and just says so much about the kind of car and possibly the kind of person who might buy that sort of car. My somewhat irreverent son came up with the idea for the painful truth for this new weekly thing I'm doing, and it has grown on me, I have to say, uh, as time has gone on. it's It's got a nice touch of Australian self-mockery about it, and it, it rolls off the tongue easily enough, I guess you'd say. But the more I've thought about it, the more the painful truth actually captures what I'm hoping to achieve in this new weekly journal. Because it captures something of the essential nature of every kind of Christian ministry, including this one, which is to speak the saving, judging, life-changing truth, the truth that comes in and through Jesus Christ. This is the truth that convicts us, that critiques us, that trains us and nourishes us, that sets us free. It's the truth that challenges the world. It's the truth that challenges us and calls forth faith and repentance. It, it's the truth of the gospel that brings us grace and forgiveness. And this truth sets us free. It redeems our minds and our hearts to know and live in the truth of reality and what the world is really like and how it was created to be. It's like that well-known and proverbial sermon illustration of the fish who is stranded on the seashore flopping about desperately and hopelessly until it is set free by being returned to the ocean. The, the truth is like the ocean we swim in. It's where we were meant to live. It, it liberates us to understand the reality of ourselves and of the world and of each other, of our purpose, of what the world is like, of what our lives are like. And that's why we speak the truth to each other. It's why it's such an act of love to reveal the truth of Christ to one another, because it sets us free, as Jesus said, 
uh, to live as God always meant us to live. And this is why Paul urges the Christian community, all of the Christian community, to speak the truth in love to one another, to grow the body of Christ, in that well-known verse in Ephesians 4. Speaking the truth in love, he says, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it's equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Each individual part of the body, in all its variety, all the tendons and ligaments and all the different aspects and parts of the body, all interconnected and held together by this truth-speaking, by revealing to one another in love the truth of Christ in all sorts of different ways. Now, this truth is the simple and main reason I've launched this new journal, really. It's to speak that truth about every aspect of Christian life and ministry so that those of you who are listening or reading will be encouraged and built up and equipped to become more like Christ and to live out the truth of Christ in in everyday life. And this truth, of course, is in Jesus. It's the truth of Christ, as Paul puts it a little bit later on in Ephesians 4, as the truth is in Jesus. Uh, It's certainly not in pain. It certainly doesn't come from me or from you for that matter. It's only available through the word that comes to us from outside, from the God who is the truth and who supremely and finally and wonderfully reveals that truth in the person and work of his son. But that word from outside comes to us in human speech. It's revealed to us through human mouths and lips, primarily and initially, of course, through the authoritative human speech of the scriptural authors but also through each one of us as we open our mouths and convey that scripturally based truth to one another in whatever form or length or context or mode or vibe in which we might speak it. The fullness of God is in Christ and that fullness is made known to us in the word of Christ and we bring that word to each other, each in our own unique way and with our own unique context and opportunities. I've recently been doing quite a lot of reading and research in the work of of Dietrich Bonhoeffer in the PhD that I've I've just concluded. And this was one of Bonhoeffer's really encouraging and, and helpful insights, it seemed to me. He insisted, like every good Lutheran would insist, that the word of Christ comes to us from outside. It's entirely a work of grace that God's word comes to us and meets us and saves us and changes us and brings us out of ourselves. It's, it's all from outside. But when we encounter one another as Christians, we bring that word to each other from outside. As we come to one another and meet one another and bring the word of Christ to one another, it's like we are being Christ to each other in that sense. We're bringing his word to each other as we meet and greet and encounter and love one another in Christian community. And for Bonhoeffer, that was one of the central marks of what a Christian community really is. It's a community all built around Jesus Christ and the bringing of his word to one another. And so in that sense, the truth of Christ always comes on the lips of of a Smith or a Lee or a Wilson or a Payne. It's it's smithful or painful in that sense. And I'm really hoping and praying that all you Smiths and 
Patels and Wilsons and even Paynes, if there's some of you out there, will also be speaking this truth, that you'll have it on your lips. It's one of the reasons I'm doing this this new thing is to equip and encourage and urge you to speak that truth of Christ to one another in whatever context you find yourselves. And of course, to speak it back to me as well and to the other readers and listeners. And you can do that, obviously, by just hitting reply to the email that comes out each week and sending a message. Or you can make a, a comment in the comment section as well. Now, the truth is painful in that corny sort of way that this title conveys in the other sense as well, of course. It hurts to speak the truth. It hurts to hear the truth because we don't like the truth and because we're cowards. It hurts to hear the truth because it exposes the lie that we've been living, whether that's the primary big cancerous lie of being a rebel against God and his truth, or all the little lies that metastasize from that and spread through our lives and our personalities and our relationships and continue to afflict us as Christians. The truth can be painful because it undercuts and rewrites the false narratives that the world continually whispers in our ears and which we come to believe and even cherish. And because those false narratives are so pervasive and so easily and widely accepted in our culture, because the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, says Jesus. Christian truth is almost always, therefore, painfully contrarian. In fact, for me, maybe I'm just ornery, but whenever I hear an opinion or view really widely and commonly held by the world and its gatekeepers, my immediate instinct is to suspect that something somewhere is wrong. And in our current climate where moralistic secularism, I guess you could call it, seems to be getting more aggressive and more censorious with each passing social media outrage. We need to speak this truth and hear this truth of Christ more than ever. Well, that's the big aim of this little journal, The Painful Truth. And as for whether that's a good name or whether in due course it will be regarded as another Nissan Cedric, well, only time will tell. I'm Tony Payne. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.